Yeah. So I got my boat tie on, yeah I could be chillin' now So I got my dad hat on, yeah Wow, wow I could be chillin' now So I got my dad hat on, yeah I could be suitin' up So I got my bow tie on, yeah Dad hats and bow ties Dad hats and bow Dad hats and bow ties Dad hats and bow I could be suitin' up so I got my bow tie on, yeah. I could be chillin' now. So I got my dad hat on, yeah. Dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow. Dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow ties. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dad Hats and Bow Ties. And we are finally back in the motherfucking building was good distinguished the guy my guy my brother you know i love you to death you know i slapped three niggas for you now in 2021 i'm fucking done <laughs> um shit let's see if uh let's get this let's get this fucking hand clap going hey. yeah. price went up oh god <laughs> oh god price went up <laughs> yesterday's price it's not today's price. Talk to him, Joe. So, bro, you got a, a all-man moment? Yeah, I do, actually. Um, <laughs> I'm on the bus, and I don't know. It's like the weirdest shit always happens, man. These I'm, bus stories be wild. These bus stories be wild, and I don't mean bus as in cheeks, but I'm on the bus. <laughs> I don't think anybody made that correlation. I'm just, just letting you know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anybody thought that, I but I, I hear you. as in busty breasts, but... <laughs> I mean, I mean, but I don't mean but. Uh, oh, God. Uh, don't just hit me, but. I don't mean that guy either. I don't mean him either. Uh, that kind of hurt my throat. Um, See? See? You fucking around. You're right. You, you right. fucking around. Right. Nothing went in my mouth. That's crazy. All right. So. Bro. Bro, we're not doing this. <laughs> Not doing it. So I'm on the bus and this and this lady is like from across from me on the bus. I'm in the back of the bus. She's in the front of the bus. Sir, sir. <laughs> I'm I'm looking around. She's definitely talking to me. I put my head back down. Then she walks from her seat to the back of the bus. Sir, <laughs> I'm like I know this lady's not doing this bullshit. Can I use your phone? I'm like, yo, God, what are you? I, I don't have patience today. I'm like, how can I help you? Why do you want to use my phone? Can you dial a number for me? What number do you need? The shelter. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> what shelter am I calling for you? I'm not going to say the name of the shelter. So she said the name of the shelter. And I, I fucking, I called the shelter. I mean, as you I, should. I got a heart, man. God I, damn. I think sir. you did the right thing, She was sir. fucking annoying me, but I got a heart. I had a praying grandmother, and I love black women. So, And she was a black woman. So I, okay. I, I, I made the call, and this is what I don't like. Now she's, my, my phone is like this. And she's like, let me put it on speaker. Touch the phone. I'm like, fuck, I got to sanitize. God damn. <laughs> fuck. 
Then she's touching the phone. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> you told me to call. You didn't say you was going to hold this shit. So she's holding the phone now, bro. And at this point, I have no control. I'm like, God, Jesus, whoever going to get somebody, take the wheel. I'm about to lose my fucking mind on this bus. So then she's like talking. Transfer, she's like, can you transfer me to housing department? She gets transferred. Then a person picks up the phone through the face mask. Hello, this Melinda, hey. I'm like, I know you're not playing on my phone. What the fuck? Then they transfer her again because the, the, the person just really can't understand who she wants at some point. And she, she finally gets the person that she wants. Then she's like, you got any mail and packages for me? Damn. I'm like, this why the fuck you on my phone? Damn. For some mail and some ba- I'm thinking it's serious. Like, yo, do you guys have an extra bed? Or do you got are you guys full tonight? No. It's for motherfucking food stamps and wick check. What the fuck? Why are you doing this to me right now? The wick check could have been important. <laughs> right. <laughs> it could have been. It, it could have been, but goddamn, bro. So I'm telling her, yo, <laughs> miss, I gotta get off here in two stops. She don't listen. I missed my stop because of her. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. Play something else, nigga. Because she (laughs) fucked up. That don't make no sense. Right. So I I had to walk backwards off the bus. I missed a stop. And I'm going to tell y'all something right now. If you had a day like I had. Right. If you had a day like I had at the hotel. Some of you guys know I work at the hotel. Right, which is another fucking Looney Tune. You lucky I don't got that chingy drop. Oh man, we might have to get that just for you. Yeah, we're gonna gonna have to get that, bro. So you have to have the utmost patience with our people, especially our people that are less fortunate and they're reaching out to you, they're looking to you for help. And you had a rough day. The day I had, I don't wish this day on nobody. There's a lot of shit I'm leaving out. Because now there's people that fuck with me and they fuck with the brand and they're on this fucking page watching that has a both eyes right now. So I gotta be careful. This is true. Because this is true. The devil is fucking working. You're not gonna steal my motherfucking glory. You heard me? You ain't gonna steal my shit, bitch. All right. <laughs> okay, so long story short, um, I, I think she got to her destination safely because she, before me, bro, she asked three people to use the phone. She even tapped the nigga and I said, Don't tap nobody, miss. You don't know if the nigga's going to snap back and hit you. You might end up in another nursing home. And it's not going to be the shelter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you might end up somewhere. I, I don't even know. I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to respond to that. Re- reflexes is real in the city. That's all I got to say. And because we live in such a sensitive time, you shouldn't be touching people anyway. Especially the way you touched that nigga early on the bus. Because she didn't touch me. Well, COVID is still very real. COVID is still very even with the face mask on. And at one point, she was pulling it down to talk, and I said, "No, <laughs> yeah, no, no, right. ma'am, not on my phone. Right, we're keep not, that shit back. <laughs> we're not doing that. Right, right. So yeah. when I got home, I sanitized the phone. I prayed and I said, "God, thank you for humbling me because I had a rough day for bringing this person here in my life, and I'm glad I was able to help, but not my minutes again." And that's on Jesus. And Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> okay, fuck. Well. This is one of the rare weeks where I have an all-man moment, too. Okay. So, here we go. Yeah. Y- y'all motherfuckers are getting a treat today. <laughs> so, I don't I don't want to get too specific because 
I don't know if this person listens to the podcast, and I don't mean no disrespect. It's just shit be weird out in these streets, bro. You know, bro. when you say shit like that, I think about the Sister Soldier book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no disrespect. No, no disrespect. <laughs> but it's about to get crazy. So, uh. a person that we all know. Okay. Recently through an event. Nice. And when I say recently, I mean recently. Oh, shit. But this is where the anonymity is is kind of coming in real Damn, quick. a lot of niggas is looking up in the dictionary. What the <laughs> fuck is that? This nigga want to be school teacher today. So... They threw an event. Now, this person and I got real close during the quarantine. Okay. You know what I mean? We was talking a lot more often. We hung right. out a couple times. You got smashed? No. Okay. No. And that's that's an important piece of the story. <laughs> <laughs> that is an important factor of the oh story. God. So, it's like. Almost risked my whole career over this. Oh, you need that? <laughs> you, you, hold up. I got you. Okay. Hey. Almost ended my whole career over this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you needed that one. I got you. So, like, me and this person chilled out. Cool, right. cool, cool. And then they kind of ghosted. Now, they are notorious for just randomly ghosting. Oh, okay. I think I know this you, person. You know this person. Yeah. God damn. You know this so, like, they, they ghosted during that time. And no no reason this time. Like, no reason. Just, just disappeared. Right. Cool. They threw this event. And I said, you know what I mean? I'm me. Right. I'm him. Right. right? That nigga. No. So I'm a I'm a go support. Mm-hmm. Why not? Spend money. Yeah. Nah, I ain't spend shit. Oh. But you know, I did support. I was a body in the building. Set of presents. Yeah. Oh no, I did spend money because I brought them a gift. Oh, so okay. Nice. I got them a gift. Nothing right. crazy. Just right. you know what you traditionally do when somebody has a show. Right, Hallmark. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So CVS. Yeah. Got them a gift. Mm-hmm. A little bit more than CVS, but okay. got them a gift. Okay. Right. So I'm talking with the individual and they like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in so long. What the fuck is you talking about? What are we talking? Yeah, yes, you haven't seen me in so long. That's that event shit talking, <laughs> not them. Because you fucking ghosted. Right. Like, what the, you know why you ain't seen me in so long. Right. Why are we having this? Why are we playing this now game? Now you want to act like shit is yabba dabba do. Yeah, but like, get, yo, if you don't get your on. Flintstone yo, ass out of here. Niggas is weird, bro. Niggas is weird. No son. reason. No why reason. would you? There's no. What are you What are you talking about? We didn't leave on a bad note. We were great. When yeah, you we was left. cool. We was cool. You I left. was still here when you left, and I'm still here when you came back. So what do you mean you haven't seen me in so long? I'm a real one. Have you looked in the mirror lately? You might want to FaceTime. You haven't seen me because you didn't want to see me. It's not like there was time in between and we just never had time to connect or link up. You made the conscious choice to be like, anytime this nigga texts or call, I'm going to look at my phone. Right. And I'm not going to answer. Right. And you you took it upon yourself to debate whether or not this nigga was bigger than COVID. So you know what? I'm going to COVID this nigga right now. But, but you know, okay, answer DMs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if a nigga texts you like, yo, you good? Right. No response. Nigga, you left on red. Shit crazy. I, I don't understand. Um, But that was definitely an all-man moment for me. Wow. Because, yeah, shorties was, was bugging out. Now, we spoke about this before we turned the cameras and shit on. Right. We did not write shit down this week. No, no, <laughs> no. So you guys are... You guys might get a a, a much a much more pure, authentic <laughs> version that has some both sides. As we've become more structured and linear in our presentation and display and modifications over the past few years, viewer discretion you and advice to- <laughs> what you are about to experience. Because we're motherfucking back, bitch. And we're about to blow it back out. I promise you. So let's start with uh, Alec Baldwin. 
Oh my! In, in ah. this scenario, that's going insane. On. It's kind of it's wild. It's wild. I, I read and then I saw and then I saw the news. I was like, oh, I don't know. You want to uh, update the people then? So I yeah, think so you sound more knowledgeable. Yeah, than me. so shout out to Alec Baldwin. Um, first and foremost, hearts and prayers goes out to the um the AD who was on set and unfortunately suffered a gunshot wound that fatally took her life. Um, she was a mother. Um, she was a director. Um, she was a, um, a fellow um, actress in the Thespian community. So hearts and prayers go to, goes out to her entire family, first and foremost. Secondly, um, Alec Baldwin was um, very remorseful on Twitter. He was very remorseful on Instagram. And he basically you know, let the family know that his heart and his prayers is with them at this time. And um, he will be doing whatever it takes to cooperate with the local authorities um, as per Shade Room and as per Baller Alert from what I read uh, yesterday. So um, he definitely is cooperating. He definitely is very remorseful. And he um, is in, in, in like a weird situation because he, um, out of, you know, many, uh, well, few celebrities, have done something like this on set. Um, there's a lot of celebrities that, unfortunately, um, when they're given props, um, they did say that um, th- there would be shooting. So everybody was aware that there would be, like, shooting and where they were. They, they're, like, shooting, like, this old Western film somewhere, like, in, like, a, a, a open space that they created in, like, this desert world. But unfortunately, um, when he let off his rounds, um, you know, the young lady succumbed to her uh to her gunshot wounds and it's just an unfortunate situation. So hearts and prayers goes out to everybody involved, the entire cast. I know they had a vigil, if I'm not mistaken, yesterday or the day before. I definitely did see that. And I was watching that and I was like, Wow, like I know a lot of actors and actresses right now are really like, you know, in, in mourning because we lost somebody from the community. So I'll wrap Peter. Yeah, I just wanted to uh add her name. Yes. Um is Hey Lena, I think that's how you sp- you say it. Okay. Um, it's H A L Y N A. Helena, Helena. Um, you know, it might be variations to how to say it, but um, Helena Hutchins was her name, who was fatally shot. Right. And some people may be asking, like, how does this happen on set? Right. So when it comes to the prop guns, prop guns typically are real guns. Yeah. What they tend to do is they remove some of the gunpowder and they remove the bullet, uh, the, like the piece that actually projects out of the, sh- the shell casing um, when you pull the trigger. And so what tends to happen is you get what people consider to be a blank effect or you get a non-lethal uh, gunshot um, sound. And, and look, everything looks real. Mm-hmm but there's just no projectile being displayed out to actually kill somebody. Right. So sometimes, this is what happened with Brandon Lee, supposedly. Um, really? Bruce Lee's, yeah, Bruce Lee's son, when he was doing The Crow and he got shot on set, what supposedly happened is they were told that the ammunition was cold, which is the same thing that ha- happened to Alec, um, but it was actually live. Now, some speculated that that was on purpose, and that's where you get all the rumors about um, Brandon Lee dying. You know these motherfuckers could not even stand Bruce Lee. He was too positive. But for his son, come on. Well, a lot of people are also speculating about this shit. So, yeah. Um, I don't think Alec is in involved. But right. some people are speculating that 
maybe this is more than just an accident. I don't want to go down that route. I don't want to go down that route either, especially with such limited information. Yeah, very limited. Um, but I mean, as a thespian, bro, is that something like the things that y'all do on set? Does any of it ever worry you? Yeah, bro. Um, I don't know if you remember years ago. Shout out to Katori Hall, who now has her um P Valley on Stars. Um, Katori Hall wrote a play that I was in with my brother R.I.P. Sadiki Fufana. Uh, we did a play called Children of Killers. And in Children of Killers, um, basically, we had to learn how to play with a machete. I don't know if you remember that. I had to mm-hmm. learn how to play with a machete. And I also had to learn how to do fake slaps on set. I had to learn how to do fake punches. I had to learn how to do fake drops. And a lot of the times, if you're not taught properly how to do those things or receive those things or make those things have the full effect on set, you will injure yourself, you'll injure somebody else, and you might end you might end up in the hospital. And I remember at one point when we were playing with the machete, they ended up taking the machete out of the play altogether because they really didn't want nobody to seriously get injured. And I was the one that was wielding the machete. Mm-hmm. Um, they also bought a um um I forgot uh, my man Thiek. Uh, Thiek was like a um a dope martial artist, like so many damn uh, uh, black belts and shit like that. And he was on set, and he was, you know, teaching us um, certain things that we needed to be cognitive of about using our strength when we're trying to project fake hits and fake blocks on set. So, yeah, it definitely worries me. I've definitely been on sets um, where we also had real guns but no bullets. Um, I've been on sets where I've had where I have uh, had to hold real guns. Um, and, yeah, definitely it's, it, it's a little nerve-wracking at first, and then once your director or your AD talks you through it, you just got to listen to them and just be calm about it. And then they always make an announcement, a live gun or a live whatever on set, and they'll show you what it's going to be used for. They do a demonstration off camera, and then on camera you do it for about maybe one, two takes, and then they put it away in a box, and that's it. Mm. Yeah. But RIP to this young lady, uh, Helena. My God. Absolutely, truly sad news. Um, and yeah, like you said, hearts and minds and prayers and thoughts go out to that family. Um, let's move on to something a little bit more, I think, upbeat. I don't yeah. know if you saw, but Insecure returned this weekend. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to see it. Um, I was celebrating my baby's birthday. Happy birthday again, baby. Um, yeah, I saw some snippets. I saw some clips. Um, this season is this season is going to be the season that turns full circle and allows us to appreciate who Issa Rae is do as you, a woman, as as a as a creative. Do you feel like this is going to give us the ending that we deserve? Yeah, because a lot of people, yourself included, was very disappointed with the way um, season four ended. A lot of people was actually disappointed in the last two seasons, actually. So. Yeah, I feel like I think season three was my least favorite. Oh, season wow. four wasn't, wasn't too, too bad. But season four, I just feel like, if I'm remembering correctly, not much happened besides them trying to focus on this Molly Issa beef. And Molly Issa beef was definitely like the pinnacle that people wanted us to focus on. And then fucking Lawrence and Issa getting back together, which some people speculate. Because remember, Lawrence was missing for a large part of fucking season four. Yeah. And his ass came back, then he came back, and then boom, his fucking ex-girlfriend is now pregnant. Nigga. Yeah. So it's gonna be spicy. Um, that actually kind of came full circle in episode one or off rip. Um, but I think that 
that was to add spice into of course five. Of course. Um, I don't want to give too much away because you haven't watched it yet. Right. But I will say that um, it looks like it's going to be the season that I think we're going to enjoy. I think it's going to bring us back to that reminiscent of of season one. Season one was. I mean, the show head off without a fucking. They was on some shit in season one. They was writing their ass off in that studio. They was writing, they was writing their ass off, and it feels like they're going back right, to Right, they're going the back to off. the essence, right? So shout out to the entire cast. Yeah. We definitely will miss it, and yeah, we will definitely be uh, highlighting our uh, favorite moments as we uh, continue to talk about, um, yeah, season five of, uh, you know, the awkward black girl, a.k.a. Issa Rae's life, y'all. Like, this is her life. I mean, she put this on her page the other day. She's like, yo. This was my life for so long, and I really hope at the end of this season it becomes yours as well. We mm. love you, Issa Rae. Thank you so much for giving us Insecure, for real. You've definitely changed our lives and given us a different perspective on how we view things in the world, how we view sex, gender, um, being honest, being uh, open about things that trouble us, that bother us, and also relationship dynamics and how those things play a factor in the workplace and how those things also play a factor in our creativity and how that can stumble us and, you know, make us feel a certain way and, and frustrated and, you know, some of the steps and things that we take to get back on that place. So shout out to you, man. Definitely. I'm I'm excited. You know, originally I was a little upset, obviously, when your favorite shows are uh, ending. And stuff. Of course. It kind of yeah. makes you feel like, damn, an end of an era. But it also is exciting because it, it means that, Issa, it, what it feels like is Issa is free to do so many new things that she's inspired to do. And she said in an interview recently that she only, on Power 105, that she only intended um, Insecure to be five seasons from Jump. Oh, wow. So I don't know if she wrote out this whole story in one sitting and always knew what the, the peaks and valleys of the show were going to be, but she said that she only intended it for it to be five seasons, and she's happy to wrap it up. And now I think she got some new thing called rap shit or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, which she's been working on for, like, the last two and a half years. If y'all haven't been paying attention, she definitely dropped a video, like, I think towards the end of the 2019 with the artist that signed on her label type shit. So, he's out here motherfucking working. Y'all better get this work. That's a fact. Um, What else is going on? Did uh, you see that meme with the fucking 300, I mean, the, the $3,100 bill? From a blind date that I that I said. Yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. Nigga, what would you do in a situation? First of all, the audacity to come with twenty three niggas with you. How how does that make <laughs> how does that make sense? First of all, b- b- before I comment, shout out to the white person I just walked by to make sure there was people in here because I guess it was too loud. This is our time now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had y'all time. Um, so when I seen that. I was a bit flustered because I was like, this is not the Jay-Z receipt for, like, the 94000 um that he posted, like, a while back. And I actually think it was nine, not 9000 The 3100 I don't, I don't really believe. I, I feel like some of that is cap. There's no way you as a man was fully aware that you were taking somebody out on a blind date and then all of her uh, family from all over the fucking world, West Africa, Ghana, Zimbabwe, uh, Yugoslavia, Czechoslovakia, all them fucking places um, came and you was about to feed everybody at the table. And you still sat there knowing everybody sat down at the table. And then when the bill came, then you decided, oh, it's a great time to leave. No. Apparently he told them he wasn't paying for it and they turned into an argument. 
Really? Yeah, he said, apparently when you read the story, it right. says, although he initially agreed to pay for the date for the two of them, all of that changed when she brought along almost 30 extra people. As a result, he left her and her family with the incredibly large bill. Now, 3100 isn't that much for 23 people. Like, let's do the math on that. Hold on. I'm, right, about right, to, right, yeah. I'm about to break that down. Let's definitely do that, brother. <laughs> Please. We got, we got 3100 you know what I mean, Anytime divided by uh, 24. That's only 129 each. Oh, the, the, the silver one. Oh, the silver one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's better. Um, that's only $129 a person. Right. That's still kind of, that's a lot of bread. Right. For, for one person. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, you got to. Yeah. You got it? There you go. Yeah, so okay. now you got to just tighten it okay. as much as you can, and it'll stop it from. But yeah, so I don't know. I don't know, dogs. I That's rough. I personally, he knew he didn't have it anyway. Come on now, we're not gonna act like he was quote unquote broke. He but knew he didn't have that. But let's also not act like women aren't notorious for bringing their friends on dates. Yo, bro, I got store too much of them listening to the podcast. I don't have time, bro. I would lose a lot of friends tonight. So I'm gonna leave it alone. Some of y'all know who you are. Some of y'all don't. Some of y'all might find out when we become rich and famous. Moral of the story is: don't you ever play me again in your life like that. Just because I'm a good-hearted person, you should be taking my kindness for weakness. And nobody was sucking dick. So yeah, <laughs> nobody. Not one person. Not one person. <laughs> no. Now, if you're gonna play some game like that, you gotta at least act like a threesome might be on the horizon. Right. You you, you gotta let me know indirectly. All right, cool. After you help feed my my home girl and drop her home with her three kids and then, you know, help take the car seat out. All right, cool. Then I can help you out. What, what, which hotel we staying at? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, yeah, right. You got to give me some type of hope. Yeah. Other than that, like, you're not just going to bring your two, three girlfriends and be, y'all all getting drinks and give me the googly eyes afterwards. Like, um, so you going to pay for this? No, nigga. Here we go. <laughs> Boom. I got to throw the story in there. Damn. Have to. Because we're on Spicy Eve right now, okay? <laughs> we're like, we're, we're almost out of a mark. We're about to give you guys a nice little short break and maybe throw some funny shit in there. But a few years ago, I was celebrating one of my friend's graduation. I took off work. I went to the graduation. I had an amazing time. After the graduation was over, we went and got some food in Queens. Upon going to the spot to get some food in Queens, I was then sent a text message at the dinner table prior to me getting ready to leave. Hey, D, can you cover my friend's meal? Spicy. I then, in turn, was like, um, okay, is, is, is she okay? She's like, yeah, she just don't got it right now. I said, so if I didn't come, she's like, no, 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 please. Like, nah, like, it's all good. And I was like, no, it's not all good, but I'm going to do it off the strength of you. Then... Within that moment in time, like, I think um, I learned that's the shit that women be doing sometimes. They'll bring their homegirls around knowing their homegirl that particular week or that particular night is fucking broke. But you see a nigga that look like he got something, he about something, he smiles a lot, crack jokes at the table. The nigga said congratulations 500 times. He got you a card, a gift, a teddy bear. Oh, this is the nigga that's going to be my fucking um, trick tonight. 
I don't like it. <laughs> Stop it. It hurt my feelings more than it hurt my pockets. Thank you. And I still end up taking her home. Nah, that be the thing, though. It be that be the thing. Well, I know that happens to you a lot. We don't have to go down that road. All right, all right. Yeah. See, now you making me sound like a sucker duck, like uh, like a sucker nigga that just damn. <laughs> it don't happen a lot, but it's, it has. Happened. It's happened more than me. It I has. know. I know that it has. I got my right hand on my right thigh. I know. Yeah. I know what's happening I, it, to you. It, it's happened a couple more than times. It's happened to me. You know what I mean? Nigga had to to have the uncomfortable conversations after. Like, really? You know what I mean? So what was that? You've had those conversations? <laughs> I've definitely. Hey, so what was that? Like, oh, it depends shit. on the gotta, person. Because some people, you know what I mean? It is what it is. I already know what type of time they on right. from jump. And they just really never have money. Right. They always just look like broke. they got. Right. They just broke. They just <laughs> bad bitch, but you broke. You got three Bs. The last B is broke. <laughs> All right. It's not but because we know you got that. It's, it's not, not BBL. It's not BBL because you can't really afford that. It's not brains because you're broke. <laughs> You, you just broke. All right? You're broke. <laughs> Cut it out. You lying on me. I say internet. Stop. <laughs> you want to call niggas broke and you're broke. Yeah, okay. you, you. You. Okay. And you and you and you. It's a fucking Usher song. Right, it's what's, the, what's the name of that? So I'm about to play that shit. It's a <laughs> oh, God. It's going to you right. and you and you. You're like. not a superstar. <laughs> <laughs> We got something for the people. <laughs> Spotlight. Oh, God. I told you y'all was going to get an unfiltered version of I told y'all. I told you y'all was going to get this version of the podcast. This is for you. You. My number one. Yo! Yo! This is for you. You. My number one. Yo, we really quality. And we're back, y'all. We are facts. We're back after <laughs> after Usher's confessions. After Usher's confessions. Yeah. Um. Well, Kevin Gates had some confessions. This I don't know, yo. I don't know about this guy. So he said, "Uh, we shouldn't ejaculate." Right. And I definitely um saw that today, and I was just like, "Who? You? Cause, bro, I don't care if I got a girl." Don't got a girl, married, not married, divorced, widowed. Bro, me and Jimmy will always have that conversation. And when we do, we're going to have it the right way. Whether I got to think about who I'm trying to, you know what I mean? Whether I got to throw on a fucking, uh, you know, BBW, but something, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's going down. Preferably the left hand. It, the stroke game is better. I was trying to get it out of I'm guessing this is why he feels this way. <laughs> I want to pull up. He's about to tell y'all in a second. Get it, get flat. I got six jobs. I don't get tired. I don't get tired. I don't get tired. So. <laughs> why would he ejaculate if he doesn't right. get tired? Right. <laughs> so I guess I guess he doesn't get tired, and uh, that's why he doesn't want to ejaculate. Listen. Right. Um... I'm, I'm, that, that's the whole purpose of the whole situation. So right. I'm getting mine. 
Yeah, I'm definitely now, getting mine. There's definitely a conversation around making sure the woman gets hers first. Yeah, yeah, which, you know, I'm a certified lover boy, pleases to the third uh, amendment. And uh, <laughs> I definitely love making sure she gets hers first. Right. Especially if there's a friend involved. Okay. You're definitely going to make sure both of y'all get it first. Um, I don't know about that. One of y'all may not get it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I also like to know that there's a mood that gets set. So, you know, I kn- you guys talked about this on, on the last episode. I like music. It doesn't right. have to be wild music, but I like some nice sensual. You know, every once in a while, I put some jazz in there. Um, shit, every once in a while, I throw on some indie artists. You know, shout out to uh, M- uh, Malika Estelle. You know, I, th- I throw her on sometimes and fuck to her music. You know, so shout out to Imani Gooding. You, you fuck to some Imani Gooding. You know, that's a good. Is there anybody on the industry, uh, on, on the underground scene that you fuck to their music? Uh, yeah, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Imani, you know, Malika. Cola Ray. Uh, I definitely I, fuck to some Cola I definitely Ray. have not fucked to no Cola Ray yet, but I need to set my shit up. Coco um, Sarai. I f- yeah, I feel like I, I feel like I have. Throw that in um, there. I definitely uh definitely was in a relationship and I fucked to one of my exes niggas. Shout out to Emotion. Definitely fucked to a few of them records. <laughs> oh, we, we <laughs> just name dropping? <laughs> you niggas. Know, <laughs> you know, uh d- 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 <laughs> Yo, edit that out. Whoever got the <laughs> I'm talking to myself. Edit that out. <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, d- d- definitely had some 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 good times to that. Uh, yeah. Uh, have I fucked to some of XAD's music? Hmm. I don't know if I. I mean, heels, heels is about the. Uh, maybe. Uh, let me see. Shit. Uh, Jason Ray just dropped Fever. I'm definitely gonna be fucking to some Fever. I'm gonna be like, oh, no, 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 God, a Fever. <laughs> Matter of fact, we should probably preview that. Yeah, right? yeah. Fever's out now. Yeah, Fever's out. Shout out to the whole Oh Gosh family, B-Flow Productions, uh, uh, the other people involved. Uh, I don't know everybody's name. There's a lot of people involved. Uh, shout out to uh, Universal Music Distribution Group, everybody who got their hand involved in this. Yeah, so uh, we're going to debut this song um, on Dad Has a Bowtie. It's already been debuted on Power 105. Shout out to all the disc jockeys on the radio station. Yeah. Ty Boogie, uh, Angie Martinez. Everybody who uh, debuted this, we're going to debut it on that has about ties. Facts. Fever, ladies and gentlemen. This nigga told yeah, about the yeah, next I want them shits with the dip I mean, I think it's a dope record. Um, I think one day they he might pop up. We'll see. 
Yeah, we'll see. definitely see, because that boy about to be busy after that. I, I promise you that. He about to be busy. So you sent this meme in the, in the, in the pre-production yeah, about facts. um you can't help somebody if you're unable to help yourself. Yeah. Is this a video? Am I playing this? Let's see. Crazy. I was willing to completely die to any form of me that I had been mm. so that I can birth the woman that I was becoming. The reason why a lot of people won't become who they want is because they're too attached to who they've been. And you hear it all the time when people say, I've always been this way. Okay, well, if that's working for you, keep doing that. I knew it wasn't working for me any longer. I had hit my version of rock bottom. I want them shits with a dip, though. So I was willing to let go of everything and everybody. See, another reason why people won't get there is because the doorway is for you to fit through. You're trying to carry everybody else through because you're trying to be rescue 911. And you got to rescue you first. And I don't know if this is going to sound. Okay. Heavy. Uh, Heavy. And, you know, I remember just being with a particular ex and she always used to tell me, like, you can't keep helping people the way you've been doing when you're really not in a real stable position to help yourself. A lot of references about, you know, you're pouring, you know, with a glass that's only half filled. Um, a lot of references in terms of, you know, if you have a thousand that you want to give away, you know, you should have at least two. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when I seen that, like, I didn't get emotional, but it resonated with me like I was there. You know, it, res- it resonated with me like I think at this stage in my life, I've learned my lesson. You know, it resonated mm. with me like, let me continue to share this now with other people. And it definitely did strike a few nerves. One person that I sent it to, all she sent me back was like nine ellipses. No words. Mm. One person wrote, I really needed this. Another person wrote, I'm getting ready to drop a book. And this spoke to me because this is all about my transformation. So, you know, the power of sharing something is also a part of a larger conversation um, because you can share stuff and you don't necessarily have to have a conversation with the person that you're sharing it with. You sharing it is the conversation. Them emoji, um, uh, putting an emoji to it like a heart or a laugh or, a, a, a you know, the prayer hands, that is the conversation. That's the start of it. And that possibly is uh, the other part of the conversation that they need to have with themselves after you've shared it. So um, shout out to, you know, motivational clips and quotes like that to all the people that post stuff like that because you never know who you're going to be able to hear with those words. That's a fact. Um, Yeah, I mean, this piece resonated with me because that's literally the conversations that I've been having with people um, over the last, I want to say, couple of days. Mm. is like, because some people have been like, yo, it's interesting that you say that you're doing, like, the six-month thing. Like, what's that about? da da da, da. Um, And I'm forewarning everybody now. In December, I'm out of here. <laughs> like, don't invite me out. Don't tell me to go nowhere. December, I'm in the crib. But um, a lot of it goes down to that. And it's like, I'm starting to really sit myself down and be like, yo, you pour into people. Some of these people 
can they're they're a cup with a hole in it. They'll never be able to pour back into you. Damn. And and what you're pouring into into them is not even being retained. It's just it's just going straight through. Wow. Some of these people are cups and and they're taking everything, but they're taking everything. You're filling them up and then you're empty. You're left empty. And they they don't even have the the wherewithal or ability or thought process to then pour back into you and be like, oh shit, you don't got no more water. Let me pour a little bit back. Let me pour it because I see that you poured all your shit into me. Hence what's happening or attempted to happen in my inbox right now. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel you, brother. And so it's like when you come to that realization, it's like, okay, well, there's two things. You're going to change yourself and stop pouring into people. That goes against my nature personally. So no, it's not necessarily that I want to do that. But on the flip side, it's like, well, at some point you have to just focus on pouring into you until you overflow. Mm. When you overflow, you can then pour into others. And and that's where I'm at. Like, I'm at a space where I'm like, yo, I need to get all the shit that I say I want to do, all of the dreams that I say I want to chase, all of the stuff that I want. I want to get that shit in a certain order. And when I do that, then I can focus on fucking with whoever else. Like, the way this office looks right now, this shit took work, a year of work through quarantine. Wow. And and I feel great. You know what I mean? Like, I feel great that we're in this space. Facts. Fucking these mics. This this whole Shit setup. Is beautiful, man. Yeah, yeah, I know the price different. went up, man. My man didn't even mention the TV. The TV just in the back saying it's hi. Just, it's just there. Uh, it's just, just there. Price went up though. Price definitely went up, man. But um a lot of hard work went into it. But yeah, and and that was like one of the things that kind of made me say, yo. When I do this with everything that I want to do, mm-hmm. where it's just like I'm focusing on that and not right. going out or buying people things that will never buy me the same stuff back. We don't even think about buying that type of stuff. They're not that thoughtful. Yeah, they're not that thoughtful, and they don't care enough. Definitely don't Definitely don't care enough. That part right there. Yeah. They don't care enough. So it's like you can't get mad at that because you chose to do that for those individuals. Right. But at some point, you have to say, like, all right, you're pouring all this energy into people that are not even worth it. You know you are worth it, so pour into yourself. Facts. And and I think that that's the lesson there. So I hope a lot of people, you know, are receiving that and are able to kind of make decisions that benefit them based off of that. Now, someone who didn't make a good decision this weekend, everybody's uh, – I've been saying this nigga is not my favorite. Okay. Everybody's favorite has been Boosie. Oh. Dead. Dead. Took a wrong turn. And took a wrong turn with this one. So Little Nas X was out here saying, yo, I got a song with Boosie. Now, that has been a popular internet joke for a minute now. Right, yeah, yeah, I know. Right. And he just verbalized it. I mean, I feel like we had insinuated that at one point. Like, yo, like, they might fuck around and just do a record. We did say that. Yeah, we definitely three episodes called that. Ago. Right. We called that. So that happened. Lil Nas X makes a video saying he got a song with Boosie on the way. And Boosie calls him all type of homophobic yeah. This, that, and the third. Now, this is a pure... Dave Chappelle is not your enemy. No. I have to unfortunately say that in this particular time, I hope this man grows out of this. Boosie is your enemy. Yeah, yeah, Boosie, there ain't no, right, yeah. There ain't no... You don't got to question that. No, 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 no. That that came out full throttle. And little Nas X, that nigga's a troll, but he know how to get the real out of you. And he got the real out of Boosie. 
and and Boosie, you grown, grown. And yeah, little Nas grown X ass man. is like barely twenty two. He's a kid to you. That he could have been your son. All pun intended, Boosie. <laughs> pun intended, bro. <laughs> I I ain't like it, bro. I ain't like yeah, it. It was bad. It was real bad. Um, and uh, yeah, I think now this is going to hurt. Going to hurt Boosie's school. Whether he realizes that or not, this is going to hurt because. You've offended also some of the same people that you claim that love you and the people that you claim that you love within the LGBTQ plus community. And it's unfortunate that social media has one way of spinning the story, but this story can't be spun no other way. This is the way that you have narrated it, Boozy. And you have a track record of, of you know, just little hints leading up to this moment. So, yeah, this was definitely the breaking point. And doubling down. And doubling Double down, down yeah. My problem with it is Tough. this. Unfortunately, Boosie kind of is representing to me that individual that always toasts the line of, well, I didn't say these nasty things about that community, so it's not that I don't like them. It's just that, you know, some of the things that they do makes me concerned for the kids. And then a situation like this happens, and the real you, no, it's not nothing about the kids. Nope. It has nothing to do with you being worried about people uh, peddling sexual content to youngsters. Right. Especially when you can't contradict yourself with you getting your 13-year-old son to fuck a stripper. Yeah. So it's still wild to this day. Yeah, yeah. It's just about you being hateful of that community, and that's never right. That's never right. Nah, and I think um, at the end of the day, the valuable lesson to be learned is that, you know, it's one thing that, you know, little Nas X, you know, right after, you know, he felt like he was being attacked. Um, he took that power creatively, made fucking music, which I think a lot of you artists need to really start fucking doing. Instead of really going to the Internet doing stupid shit, little Nas X did some um, creative shit. And I'm not saying I agree with every fucking thing that he did. OK, but he definitely helped um, build his fan base and build what he's trying to um, project uh, creatively because of what Boosie was doing and probably other people that thought the same way as Boosie but was just quiet. On the flip side, Boosie fell into the fucking trap. And this time, we see the victor in this story, you know, undefeated as Little Nas X and will probably remain undefeated because I don't think an apology is going to solve this issue with Boosie now. He's going to have to do something more than that. He's nah. got more than that. Not not money, not donating to an organization. More than that, he's probably gonna have to do a record now, an act, an actual real record with somebody who represents the community. Honestly, speaking, it's not gonna be Little Nas X. Yeah, it's over for that. Yeah, it's uh, over for that. It's over for that. Uh, Boosie, you know, good luck. That's that's all I got for you. Yeah, it's done. Um, Megan Thee Stallion is clearly in in love. Uh, you, yeah, I'm fucking fo- bro. Only <laughs> chicks who are in love with you. We'll take a picture. Well, not only take a photo like that, post it. Yeah. Posting is different than taking a photo. Head next to dick. Head next to, when I saw that, I said, yeah, and right after the shoot, that nigga got some whap. Wet ass pussy. Right right after the shoot, yeah. Absolutely. Well, shout out to them. They've been going strong for at least a year. At least a year now, you know what I mean? Shout out to that guy, Party, uh, and shout out to Megan Thee Stallion because uh, it looks like they genuinely both respect. And love each other. And love each other. Um, he has gone all out for her for V Day. I remember. I don't know if you guys remember that early in the year he went in, and then you know what I mean she's definitely been going in. Like she posts him, 
she posts, you know, the freaky shit they do. She posts, you know, the calm shit they do, and then she posts the real shit. So shout out to them. I hope they, you know, make it last for as long as they can stand each other. Yeah. And I, I, I like it because it does kind of give hope to young relationships. Of course. Um, a lot of a lot of young people need these type of role models to look up to. Big facts. Because they're seeing a lot of breakups. They're seeing, unfortunately, you know, what happened between Bravo yeah. and, and Sweetie. Which was unfortunate. That was, unfortunate. that was unfortunate. And then Sweetie got some slack this weekend because she was at the Lakers game with Roddy Rich. Some people thought that they were dating. She came out and said they're not dating. They just happened to be seated I next de- to each other. I definitely saw that. I, I didn't even think relationship. I just thought, rowdy. Nigga, you know what the fuck I'm about to say. That's, that's all I said to myself. Nigga, you run in the same circles with these rap niggas. You know better. Yeah, I, I just felt like. I would have moved my seat. Roddy might have been trying to shoot a shot. He might have I told, think he was. He might have said, hey, sweetie, I'm about to hit the Laker game. You want to pull up with me? Floor seats. What's up? Sweetie might be on her demon time or something. Well, if a nigga gonna take me to let's go the, the Laker game, I ain't gonna say no. Tell me what what time what what, what time should I be there? Yeah, what yeah, time should right. what time should I be expecting the Uber X to right. pull up? That's it. And Roddy was like, mm, about to see what it is. And then when he got there, he realized I made a mistake. Yeah, this shit is gonna be nationally televised, and my nigga Quavo gonna see it and be looking at you sideways. Probably might never gonna hit you up. Have niggas hit you he up? Like, yo, what's that about? <laughs> You might send a little bit of straightening. Now, <laughs> I don't want to cause no problems between these niggas. Right. We might we have just these niggas on the show one day. Right. We never yeah, know. We just speculating. Never know. I'm just saying, it seemed like if they went as friends, like Sweetie is saying, Roddy might have been thinking like, damn, Sweetie on the market. We could go out just chilling as friends. And when we do that, I could see what's really good. So you really still talking to Quavo or nah? Like, what's going on? Now, I don't know. I personally really don't care. However, the way that Quavo and Sweetie was together doing fucking commercials and ads and in magazines and on covers and man, I think it's still very fresh. They ha- they have a possibility of getting back together because I think they do. You like the way and we've learned this. This is the year that I learned in podcasting. We are notorious for calling Who's going to break up and never get back together? Who's actually getting back together? And then the people that we just don't even talk about no more. We don't talk about it because the internet is a very deceitful motherfucking place. And it's not even a real place. That's (laughs) one of our more powerful blacks. Right. It's not not even a real place. My man spit it. Right. We've learned on the internet, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, as XAB would say. It's not wise to cast your stone. Wait a minute. Mm. Before throwing away the rod. Mm. don't know when you got to go back in the deep oceans to go get it. And you might not be getting a broken heart. You might be getting a place that you felt sheltered in before you went into the river in the first place. This nigga got a turtleneck on and think it's a collar. All I'm saying is I'm tapping into my inner Aubrey Graham. I'm letting you guys know that the baby was his, but he has redeemed himself. Why? Because that nigga paying child support. So let's Get talk about Aubrey. He says celebrated his 35th birthday. Bro, Drake don't even look like he's Asian. 35, bro. I can't believe it. We we practically grew up with the nigga. Practically <laughs> grew up with the nigga. Right. Uh, shout out to the boy. Uh, Mans. Shout out to the chosen one. Uh, Goat. Shout out to Young Thugger. This nigga buying gifts like it's Christmas every day. <laughs> this nigga bought Drake something, the fucking chain, and then on the back, 
He got him and his son. The nigga bought, uh, I think, was it Roddy Rich? He bought one of them niggas a big-ass truck. They just had the blood flag all over. I was like, they ain't really flagging that. Okay, right. Respect. Nah, this nigga, this nigga Young Thug He's is, different. is low-key super respected in the industry, bro. I didn't know. After the Charlemagne um, um, interview when he was talking about um, a Baby, I was like, oh, yeah, Young Thug. And that's the first time I seen Thug be a little serious and not like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, he, he dressed weird. He dresses very weird for my taste and maybe to other people it's okay. Um, you know, I, I question sometimes, like, because I feel like he wants to be more comical, like on some Eminem shit, but then maybe he feel like he might not be respected because, you know, he is, you know, you know, blood and shit like that. But at the end of the day, that man takes care of his friends and he takes care of his family. And I think outside of the music and all the other shit, that's all people really care about at the end of the day. That's a fact. Yeah, but shout out to the boy. But Shout out to the boy. Uh, Young Thug actually just dropped a project about a week or two ago. Did not know that. Okay. The shit is fire. Really? So okay. I, I all got y'all it. need to go check I gotta that out. Got to tap into Slime. Sorry. Gotta Matter of fact, let me see if I could get a record for y'all. Yeah. You know, since we, real we premiering shit. And yeah, might as that. well throw some fucking Thugger Thugger on the motherfucker. Yeah. Thugger got hits, by the way. Let's not get it confused. Young Thug is out here. And I don't normally listen to Young Thug projects. Me neither. Um, I was recommended this one, and I was like, all right, let me... Let me see what's up. So we're going to play the one that has him and the boy on it. Oh, why not? My career about to blast like bubbly. I'm not waiting for her to say she love me. I can tell she fuck with me, man, trust me. I got a 10-year-old mix still like fuzzy. That's one of our more powerful blacks. Riding up Porsche rocking town for I bought out Bernie's new Christian Dior. I took the jet to the New York store. I want them shits with the dip, though. I took it out track, now I'm riding this boy. You stay in your feelings, you never my boy. I can't come to the hood, I pull a decor. Another body dropping next spring my name. I'm going to... I love you, little spider and Jackie. Yeah, I know Whoa. you got taste if you like it. I said, man, man, if I love you, I drop you up into a time and a place. Doing this shit just to show we get down in the six, man. It's bigger than me. Texas ran so big, that shit is perfect for the day. This nigga talking about the nation. Oh, I'm gonna fuck him up. I got your beef nigga. I got your beef Yeah, go check that uh project out. Wow, wow, wow. All I gotta say is that I really do like. That when artists get on records, and you know as a listener, this does not get spoken about enough, but I feel like we do a great job on the ass and throw ties, of course. Number one source for all the bullshit, entertainment, and the politics, which we'll get to in a minute, okay? I had to put the sauce in the voice. Facts. Um, as listeners, you realize when your favorite artists and artists that, uh, have features are comfortable. These these people are very comfortable. In yeah, together. Sound, yeah, together. Oh, they make great music. Yeah, yeah. You could tell you they they love doing this joint together. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, another product that dropped that happened uh last Friday that just passed. Wale. Um, have you heard anything from it? I heard. Uh, I just heard that single. That that single actually with J Cole. That's kind of fire. I was like, okay. Yes, yeah, interesting. A little different, right? It's def- definitely different. I was like, I, when I when I saw the video, when I heard the song, I was like, oh wow, he finally squashed that bullshit ass dumbass beef he had with Cole. Yeah, I mean they always do records together. Um, so 
I mean, they have an interesting, I guess, relationship to some extent. This to me is the my favorite song off of the project. So okay. I'll play this real quick. So you already know it. When it when the shit come in like this, he got Stop. a banger. He has a banger. This nigga talking about the nation. Whoa, I'm I'm a fuck him up. I am light years ahead of these niggas. I'm thinking bigger, we can link up, but we know the difference. Yeah, and I don't move like an industry nigga. My life is under a microscope, my chemistry special. Uh, the gangsters angsty in my section. You niggas speak on me, how you leaking like dirty business? 30 niggas with 30s on them, you act numb until them drums touch you. You acting different now, who you feeling? And I'm ready for what and I'm heavy where you were. I want to kiss with the dip though. Yeah. The way he switched that just now, yeah, I was not stupid. expecting that. It's Whoa. Stupid. It's stupid. Wale, <clears throat> you may have reintroduced yourself, my brother, because Into the conversation. It's been a while. Into the conversation. That you fell off because Wale was. When he came out, he was one of the hot. At one point, I thought Wale was about to fully surpass Meek Mill. I was like, he was just dropping hit after hit after. I'm like, God damn. Yeah, I think that was around bad. Yeah, that, yeah, he was just era. dropping. I was like, this nigga. He was nigga just slapping niggas with crazy. him. Crazy. I was like, this nigga about to take Ross out of his fucking shit. He was about to be the next one. And then he fell. And I don't know when, how, but I feel like like, like he had said on the radio and J- he let rumors, he let too much shit get into his ear. Y'all artists got to stop doing that shit. Yeah, he, just he make music. Got it. He got in his own bag at one point, and yeah. you could tell like he didn't trust nobody, and he didn't want to. Him and Meek Mill was beefing him at and one Meek point. Meek Mill was beefing. Was beefing when niggas on the same record. Like, you could tell he probably was beefing with Ross a little bit. A little bit. You know, Ross kept it quiet, but yeah, he did. Which he always did. He always stays out of. Which is great. Rick Ross stays out of a lot of beef that involves his niggas. He stayed out of the shit with uh, Meek Mill and Wale. He stayed out of the shit with Meek Mill and Drake. He stayed out of a lot of other shit, too. The only shit that he self-involved himself in was Baby, when Baby was talking wild about Khaled. Yeah. He stepped into that. And uh, 50 Cent shit. And 50 Cent shit, yeah. He uh, he had to. 50 was wilding. 50 was wilding on him. 50 was wild like he always is. Now, another person who kind of doesn't really... Well, before we even get to to this next individual, um, my, my thing about Wale is you always get at least a consistent six from this nigga. He does better than a six. <laughs> he does better from a six, but his albums don't go below six. He said, we giving this nigga Dancing with the Star numbers. <laughs> I'm just saying, that sound crazy, but his albums never go below a six. Like, you always get at least a six. This is not the best of all his albums, I feel like. so One of Wale's best album was Ambition. Ambition was a good one. That was his first and second album. Um, And I think, was it called White Shoes? I never, um, I didn't listen. To, I didn't like the title of it. I didn't listen to it. The shit that he did with uh, fell on the on the cover. Let okay, I feel like sometimes, honestly, the album about nothing. It wasn't right, about white shoes. The uh, album about nothing. Wale. Sometimes I feel like you try too hard. Mm. I feel like we know you're gifted. We know you're talented. You have a look. You have a brand. You have a you def you have a fan base. We're not gonna ever deny, and that's outside of um, uh, Maybach music. However, I feel like sometimes when we listen to Wale, the way I would like to listen to Wale, you can't do what Lupe be doing. 
Mm. You can't do it with Talib Kweli be doing. Sometimes you get too technical, too abstract. Um, you start, you know what I mean? Like, you do, like, you know, a lot of rap these days is A, B, A, B, A, B. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Shakespeare, Shakespeare sonnets, you know, A, B. Mm-hmm. And then, like, but, like, Wale be doing a lot of A, A, and then F. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the word don't rhyme, but the next shit. And then when we, like, try to figure out what he meant, it's, like, it's so over overly complicated. It's like that shit actually don't make no fucking sense. But because you wilding, and because of the way you said it, okay. But nigga, this shit actually is it's not good. Yeah, I think that Wale hasn't gotten a lot of backing from the label, and because right. of that, like at some points, whether it's because of his own personality, right, or whether it's because the label just didn't fuck with whatever he was putting out, um. I think that that played a part in why Wale kind of went from like going on this upward trajectory where he might have been in the competition with the Kendrick, Drake, Cole, Big Sean, who's the next nigga we about to talk about. Um, that video, wow. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, that that's kind of partly what played a, a factor as well, because like you said, his, some of his style is a little abstract. Not everybody's going to get it. Not everybody's going to fuck with it. Right. Then, you, if you remember, there was a time where he definitely was was publicly beefing with his label. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he was publicly beefing, like you said, with Meek Mill and Ross. Yeah. At one point. Wildin'. Um, And so I think a lot of that kind of was around the time when we started to see him kind of just fall off the radar to some extent. But um, I'm glad to see him back. I'm glad to see it looks like. There's some big money behind him. I mean, you got a J. Cole verse. Um, Rick Ross is on this album. Um, you know, a lot of a, a lot of samples and flips right. of songs, which is typically right. big money. I knew Wale and Meek was good when Wale was on Champions. Oh, yeah. Championship. Nah, and that song and, was and fire. And that record was fire. That, that record Knocked goes. Knocked to the front. Wale and Meek got busy. That Not record goes. Guys. Wasn't Ross on that shit, too? Ross was definitely. Yeah, they all. Yeah, yeah the whole MMG. Maybach was on that shit. Yeah, MMG. MMG was on that it was lit. Now, a lot of people are saying that this Big Sean cover and video and all of this with the bees and shit is him saying Candyman and basically him calling out Kendrick. That's what people are saying. Again with the shit. What the fuck? Why y'all want these niggas to beef so bad? Because one person might never rap again if it goes down. And I think it might be Sean. (laughs) Because Kendrick is coming with all the fucking swoop. We all know this. We're, we're waiting for him to drop. We are waiting we're, for Kendrick. Once he drops, we're going to know who who got 2021. Is it Sean? Because Sean dropped this year. Cole dropped this year. Drake dropped this year. Kendrick is Kendrick is the last of the four henchmen. Don't y'all understand what's going to happen when he drops? Nigga, it ain't going to be Christmas. It's going to be Halloween. Who do you every think f- is going to have it this year? Right. Okay, so right now, this is what we got to do. We got to talk about the three albums from these goats. We got, we got, we got J. Cole. We got J. Cole. J. Cole dropped before J. Cole dropped. Big Sean dropped. Big Sean, I think, technically dropped 2020, right? Okay, yeah. Big Sean dropped 2020. And then going into this year, J. Cole dropped. Then Drizzy. And we're waiting for Kendrick. And Kendrick might say, fuck it. I'm not dropping again. I'm dropping next year. It, it it's starting to get to that point where that might, but that it's, might, still, yeah. it's still fourth quarter, and I feel like anything is possible. Kendrick, the type of nigga that's either dropping Black Friday, or and yeah. they might call the album Black Friday and have some wild shit on there. 
Right. Might do some wild promotion. You know what I mean? Or he might drop around Christmas just to, because that's that's typically a big spending. Right. And and people will buy because we all going to be spending money. People will buy and people will stream. Yeah, people will be streaming. People will be home and shit. Yeah. So, um, out of the three that are out now, Sean is definitely at the bottom. Yes. I'm sorry, Sean. Yeah. I fuck I fuck with, but Sean's albums have been going. You didn't like Detroit 2? Nah, Detroit 2 was cool, but. Detroit 2 have some shit on there. R.I.P. Nip. Dark Skies Paradise is, is Big Sean's big. Second album? Is better, better. Well, the third album? Third, yeah. Third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The second one, what was that? Guap? The second one was, I think, Dawn Life, and it had Guap on it. Yeah, yeah. Guap, that that one was his worst album to me. Wow, the second album was bad. Oh, no, second album was Hall of Fame. Yeah, Hall of Fame had Guap on it. Yeah, and Hall of Fame had the shit with uh, Miley Cyrus Fire. Yeah, see? See? It's, it's sounding bad. It sounded, yeah. <laughs> it sounded bad in the Dark description. Dark Sky Paradise definitely had the shit with him and Janae Aiko. I know you've been... Dun, dun, dun. He had the shit with uh, uh, the, one of the biggest records on that album, Blessings. With, uh, Blessings was stupid. Blessings was real dumb. Uh, yeah, he has a, yeah, he has a few, he has a few knockers on that. Scott, I mean, Dark Sky Paradise in general was a fire album because he went off the deep end on that one. Dark Sky Paradise, you got. I decided was decent. I too. decided. I liked that. I decided. I think I'm ready to jump out the window. I hated Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame was terrible. Yeah. Um. Finally, famous was fire. Finally, famous. Okay. I like Finally Famous. Like, that I was the first album, it. right? Yep, yeah, that was the yeah, first. Yeah, then Hall yeah, of Fame yeah. came out, trash. Uh, Dark Sky <laughs> Paradise was was fire, and I decided I fuck with. Um, he has another album out here. I think it's like a joint album called Double or Nothing. Double or Nothing. That was with um, what's this guy's name? Um, that was with uh, Metro Boomin. Metro Boomin. I liked Double or Nothing actually. He had some shit on there. I didn't really, I didn't really listen to it like that, but he had some shit on there with him. Copy. Yeah. And then you got Detroit 2. Detroit 2 got some shit, though. I listened to that shit of Lucky Me. He got the shit with him and Nip. Deep Reverence was fire. He got the shit Zen the fuck out. I mean, I'm just naming right. He got the shit with fucking Paul, uh, 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 Post Malone. He got some shit on there, man. There's some shit on there. You he know what it is? got some shit on there, bro. It's not a cohesive album to me. Okay. It's a little all over the place, but he it, has... It, it, it is. He has stuff yeah, on there. It's, it's, it's fire, but... It, but Dark Sky got body feels, language with Janae Aiko. Yeah. Fire, slapper, the video, sexy. Dark Sky is just a little bit more cohesive. It, it is, because the sound is all within the same. Yeah, yeah and it, and it flows. It's telling a story, yeah. It's telling it a story, yeah. So that's my only thing with it. But um, So yeah, Detroit 2 is at the bottom. I'm still... I still feel like music has been mid in general, so I don't know between Jake and Cole. I got to revisit Cole again. But right Jake now... Cole. Right now, I got Cole at the top. Okay, I mean. I got Cole's project, Drake's project, and then Big Sean's project. First of all, when J. Cole dropped his project, bro, the fucking album cover is a burning hoop. Burning hoop, bro. Bro, that has so many different, there's so many ways you could look at that. And I give him a lot of respect for dropping first out of the, out yeah, of the four horses. Which I feel like uh, back in the day, he would have waited. To see how and what he needs to do. This time he said, "Fuck it, I'm dropping first. And when I drop, I'm dropping with some." The first record was called Interlude, and with that, it's like <laughs> oh God. when he dropped, 
Everybody knows when these other niggas was trying to drop. So you knew Kanye was coming. Oh, yeah. You knew Drake was coming. didn't even put that coming. nigga in the lineup. It's crazy. Yeah, because he, he's definitely, to me. It was, a, it was an alternative album for Kanye. A, and he's in a different bracket of yeah, He's nigga. in a different bracket now, yeah. yeah. You're in a different bracket of nigga. You're in the, like, you're not Hove yet, but you're in that category of, like, Andre 3000, where I don't really, I don't really. We can't, put you, in, we can, we can't put you in brackets anymore. Yeah, you're in another right. stratosphere. I got to talk about Out you with bounds. other type of niggas. Other type of nigga. Um, R.I.P. to Snoop Dogg's mom. Throw that yeah. out there for sure. Yeah, and also R.I.P. to uh, Freeway's son. Mm. Um, yeah, Freeway's... No, Freeway's daughter. I'm I'm sorry. Freeway's daughter passed away from fucking cancer. Oh, my God. 31 years old. That's unbelievable. Very heartbreaking. He said she was battling... He had posted a video of her, I think, last year. Um, just, you know, happier times. Um, and you know, he put a post on his page. He wanted to thank, um, Allah and everybody that was around for him and the fam during her, uh, time of, uh, passing a lot of, a lot of death this week in music, which would be so funny. Like death really just be back to back to back, you know, the Alec Baldwin thing. Saying, so yeah, it's crazy. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah, for sure. Freeway's daughter. Um, now this interesting post has been floating around and I think that we need to tackle it. Okay. So. It says, realizing your man isn't the guy in charge out of his homeboys is a thing. And it's like, shah, I'm assuming that's like a sigh. And then a dude responds and goes, no actual friend group has someone who's in charge. That's a female thing I fear. What do you feel? Yo, I'm going to keep it 100. I really kept thinking about this, like. Does this really, like, after he, if he didn't say what he said, I probably would have been like, all right, cool. Maybe it's just a female thing. But I really, really, really had to think about it, bro. And honestly, I think it goes for both sexes. I feel like I've heard and I've seen there are women that are only in charge, quote, unquote, in a um, friendship dynamic when the woman is one more confident when that woman actually has a stable relationship that she can actually say is stable, that she believes is stable. And three, when that woman is making more money than all her friends. I've heard, I've heard my sister say it, mm. not trying to put none of my sisters on the spot. Um, I've heard my ex-girlfriend say it. Um, and I've also been around it. I've definitely been in settings where the girl that if you was to see her by herself does the most fucking talking does the most gossiping. When she's around other groups of women, she's the bitch of the uh, of the friendship dynamic. She's the one that shuts the fuck up. She's the one that when everybody says this is what we're doing, she just obliges. She's also the one that's that when you look at all of them in a group setting, she's the brokest one. She actually has no money. She's the one that actually needs people to take care of her kid to go out with the other friends because the other friends don't have kids. She's the one that also needs a lot of other guidance because she doesn't really know certain things and, like, what's going on or places to eat or hotels. She's the one that needs a Google Maps. The other bitches know where they're going. I've seen it. Um, I absolutely do think that there are friends that tend to be in charge, but the thing about it is I think if there's anything, there's a difference between how men and women internalize it. Hell fucking yeah. Because when it comes to, like, quote-unquote, who tends to be in charge, I can only speak from a male perspective. Um, maybe some some women can correct us in the comments. Um, but from a male perspective, the guy who's typically, quote-unquote, in charge, there's two different types of niggas. 
There's the nigga who wants to, like, control everything. Yo, we out here. Yo, we doing this. Yo, I'm, we popping bottles. My nigga, spend some money or whatever. You got that type of nigga. That nigga sometimes is in charge. And sometimes he's just loud and not really in charge. He's not the nigga that really is pushing the, the buttons. But at the end of the day, there's the other nigga. And I feel like the other nigga that's typically in charge is just the nigga that gets everybody together. And so it's not about being in charge, really. Like, we don't internalize. Niggas don't internalize it that way. That's a fact. It's, it's typically, like, just the nigga that is the, the common core nigga that everybody fucks with that brings everybody together. Right. And, and they tend to be the ones that, because they're bringing everyone together yeah. all the time, they, they call the shots. Like, yo, all of us should do a dinner tonight or right. whatever. And everybody's like, yo, I'm down. I'm cool. Whatever. But nobody's looking at it like, oh, he the one in charge and he tells us yeah. what to do. Because I've definitely been in them situations. I mean, I could just speak for this uh, friendship dynamic. We've shared those roles. Those roles have been in reverse. Absolutely. Whether I'm doing some slam shit and then, you know, the energy is around me, but the energy is also there's a lot of other moving parts. And then when you're doing either uh, something for yourself or, you know, uh, 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 a special birthday gathering, you know, I'm, I'm all fucking hands in. I'm what the fuck you need me to do. I'm here to clean up, set up, take down, drive people home the whole fucking nine yards, help surprise moms, everything. I'm, I'm there. You know what I mean? Um, and but we also know that there's friends that we've either brought along for the ride and or friends that try to do things and they need a bit more help. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's okay. And I feel like on the flip side, I think when there there tends to be the the HBC head bitch in charge yeah. syndrome, and that's where I think this shit get hairy. Yeah, this whole and idea, I don't, and, I, and I don't mean pussy. Who's the leader comes in in in, in charge? Whereas this that you have that friend that if she don't get her way, she's upset. She's she fucking up the whole trip. Yeah, it, it's an attitude. It's this. So she's directing. The things, or you have the one that's always shutting everybody else down. Like, no, that's ghetto. Mm. You have those type of quote unquote leaders. Like, why would you go on a girls' trip knowing that you only got a hundred dollars, and the trip is supposed to last you four days? Because you broke. Because <laughs> you, yo, this episode couldn't have been more fitting. Why would you go to a brunch knowing that, for example, oh God, for example, one of my sisters celebrated her birthday. Earlier this year, and um, going left, y'all. Yeah, this is about to go real, and she does listen to the podcast anyway, and I and I think the friend does too. Um, so long story short, you know, I'm there. I'm in an extra, extra good mood. I'm very proud of my sister. I'm on some shit where I'm like, I know y'all niggas bought hookah. I want to buy another hookah. The hookah head came in a pineapple. I said, how much is it? Fifty dollars. Buy another one. You don't need to buy one. Nah, we stunting tonight. Fuck that. Had my blue suit on. You know the blue suit. Had that shit on. Sparkly shoes. I'm there. I'm chilling. I'm. I'm in. I, I'm. Blue suit distinguished. Right. Different. Blue suit. Ah, that nigga is very. That nigga. That nigga act like he crip all day. <laughs> anyway, I'm there chilling. Towards the end of the night, the bill come. I don't know why niggas act stupid. The bill come. I'm like, all right, cool. So, this part of the bill I'm covering for my sister, and I'm covering this for me, and everybody else. Y'all cover y'all part. My sister goes. Oh, bro, can you cover my friend? She lost her debit card. How the fuck she lose her debit card? She lost it before after nigga walked him to blue suit. Which one? Because I'm confused. I'm very confused. Don't act like that. You're embarrassing. I'm not embarrassed. I'm embarrassed to know she lost it. Because that's crazy. What if I said I wasn't coming? That's wild to me. Anyways, long story short, 
who ends up covering the friend's bill. No. Blue suit distinguished. Blue suit distinguished. Not even the regular. Blue suit nigga. Well, this brings us to another interesting shit that's been, been floating about. So there's this meme that's like, so I can't spend three days in a hotel with my male friend if I have a boyfriend, question mark. Bro, I seen this and I said the devil's a liar. They're playing on Beyonce internet. Why are you lying? Whoever wrote this wrote this for clout. That's a fact. Because this is not real. Because if this were real, a lot of y'all would be exposed today. And I'm not to say that this there's no scenario possible where this can happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I've been in situations like that where I've been away with somebody and we didn't even we didn't even touch sexually. Yeah. But we slept in the know, same bed. Some, Sometimes, like, I've actually gone with platonic friends on, on vacation and stuff like that. Uh, not to say I don't think they had a boyfriend or anything like that at the moment. But there are scenarios where it's not a, you know what I mean? Like, nothing, no one's thinking about nothing crazy. However, me, this guy, me, <laughs> if I know that you got a man, right. I don't want that headache. Right. Why am I even on a trip with you? Uh, part of me is going to be like, damn, are you sure you want to go on this trip with me? And I'm going in a different room. I'm going to holler at you. Bro. I will be in my room because if I, I'm not going to sabotage my ability to get cheeks. If you, if you are not giving up cheeks because I know that you have a man, why am I sleeping in the same room as you? Because she probably knows deep down inside she's going to put her man's face on you when she puts her face on you. And that's the piece. <laughs> I don't need all of that. And <laughs> I don't need that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was talking to Naomi, who was on the show. Shout last out to week. Naomi. Great, great episode. Great episode. Naomi was like, there's no reason to really put yourself in that temptation. And I'm like, I that's my same sentiment because all my friends are bad. Every female yeah. friend I got looks good. Right. Good with a right. T. Right. So, like. Especially the ones that got kids after. Like, damn, you show you had a baby? Like, you for real, the snapback be real. Snapback is crazy. So it's like, you gotta fit it. why would I put myself in a scenario where you got a man, I know you got a man, and we both, quote unquote, chilling in the hotel for three days? Y'all got me out. Y'all, y'all got me we, fucked first up. First of all, we couldn't even be chilling in the hotel in three days because you know me. I would have threw a fucking private party. It would have been a bedtime story, part four. It would have just been a lot of shit going on. A lot of niggas would have broke up, actually. It'd a lot been, of shit going on. A lot of shit going on. A lot of shit was going on. You know on in this what you're too. looking for? Yes. Or are you wait? Oh, you do. That's, by the way, you're ahead of the curve. Like, I think. Some people just wait to see. Yeah, I think, one, I want the guy to be more into me than I'm into him because I, I am a mushy <gasps> person. You are okay. smart. Yes, I'm Man. so mushy. So, like, I don't want to be the one who's more into you yeah. I, because it's mm -hmm. just not going to work. He but it wouldn't get on your nerves if he's too into you and you're like, mm. okay, I'll be honest. Yeah. I want him to be just as affectionate as me. Okay. But. If I call you, don't pick up all the time. Wait, what? Got it. <laughs> when I heard that, I, I said, be left she's a demon. What's he doing? Got it. Because that's, that's kind of, because it's like, if you on your shit and you working hard, you're not always worried about me. And for some reason, that's kind of hot because it's like you working on you. So that's a green flag. Yeah. Okay. Just a little bit. Okay. Green flag. Always is... pay attention, but don't pick up every time I Angie call. Martina. Green flag. Angie Martinez yeah. gives the best. What are the red, what are Chloe's red flags? Red flags. I hate a womanizer. Like I'm mm. with me. I can't date multiple people at once. So don't play me. That sorry, um, you can't do what I do. Laziness, right. because you become what you're around. Mm -hmm. And if I'm laid up in the bed with you, 
I'm going to start turning into you. Yes. I need you to inspire me and mm -hmm. keep me going and like keep my drive going. I got yes. you. Mm -hmm. So okay. he got to be driven. Yep. Okay. Can't be out here being loose in the streets. I love feeling a nice muscle. Oh, oh a good a nice muscle. Just a little bit. You don't have to be a gym junkie, but just a little. Yeah. So a good physique is a yes. green flag. You heard what of her? about fame? Okay. All right. Um. Yeah, she had me up until the, uh, you know, the left wondering shit. And that is something that a lot of young girls say. And a yeah. lot of people on the internet were definitely coming at her and calling her young for, for that. Oh, mentality. yeah. Well, well but she, she is young. She is. And you, we fully can't be. We got to understand that at, as much as she's doing grown folk music. She's only 22, she's only, 23. Yeah, she is very young. She's in her young 20s, just fucking got here like three days ago. This girl is still finding herself, finding who she wants to be, how she wants to be perceived. Just last year, she was crying on Beyonce internet, and now she has saying, Lord have mercy. She got grown ass niggas that's trying to get into. Come on, son. She was at the game with a rapper the other day. I forgot the rapper name. And I know that nigga trying to fuck it. He's probably not going to fuck. He's probably not going to do it. The moral of the story is she is finding herself. And sometimes it takes good interview words like Angie Martinez to bring the real out. And Angie Martinez never fucking misses a beat. That's why she's on Power Fucking 105 The Voice of New York. Now, as much as I respect Chloe's situation. Right. Um, you want to explain to me what the fuck Kodak was doing with his mom the other day? I can't vouch for that, man. I I I fell off the Kodak bandwagon when he was talking about light skin and dark skin women, um, which was like long time ago. Long time ago, that was like oh, almost two years now. Um, Kodak made a response video. I didn't want I didn't want to watch all of it because I was like, this is bullshit. You want to play it? Let's play it. Listen. Yeah, we. Some of you don't even holla at your mama. Some of you don't even call y'all mama, homie. Some of you don't spend time with y'all mama, homie. Why like, spend time, time with back? Like, how you expect the love if you don't love your old girl? And I'm saying, like, that's my old girl. She ain't tripping. Then, okay, what you talking about? I'm talking about shouldn't grab, grab my mama. I treat my mama like my lady. That's my queen. You talking about, boy? That's my Z queen, dude. So what? She ain't tripping. My mom, we ain't doing no crazy. I grab her like she, I make her feel real beautiful. I make her feel and make her and remind her mama you beautiful. I get fucked up about you, mom. I'm in love with you. What? You talking about, boy. What? Yeah. How are you in love with your mom? Wait, but <laughs> I didn't hear a lot. There's a lot of, a lot of, uh. uh. Yeah, just D. Do you make your mom feel beautiful by grabbing her ass? I I've, just I've never done that before. That how does that equate? I play around, I joke around, I say a lot of wild shit on the show. That's a Rubicon I don't want to cross. Yeah, that's that's I may never come back from that. No, no, no. That ain't it. That ain't that's, it. That's not it. That's not something I think about. That's not something I'm gonna uh say, oh, I'm making my mom feel big. That's my dad's job. It's his job. Exactly. I got one job, be her son. Nothing else, nothing sexual, not, no sexual innuendos, no sexual jokes, nothing. Nah, that ain't nothing. it. That's I mean, I may ask every once in a while, hey, mom, is you and dad having But that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a Niggas is out here grabbing their mom's ass and saying this is how I make her make feel her beautiful. Make her feel beautiful. 
What type of dumb shit, bro? And See then therapy. And then the internet listening to it. Some niggas on there probably like, yeah, I feel. Nah, bro. Man, yeah, he right. He right. Nigga, if y'all don't shut the fuck up. Forever. <laughs> Forever. I can't believe this is news. But it is because he's an idiot. So before we get into our politics, uh, Erica Campbell explains that you can't sow whole seeds and reap marriage. Bro. Let's, let's hear this shit. That was some shit. He's back to you. You can't cheat, manipulate, take advantage of, and then when it's your turn to be in a relationship, you want everybody to be honest with you. You know what I mean? Whatever seeds you plant, that's what's gonna grow. You know what I mean? Life waters it, situations water those situations. You know, like when you have a, a bad experience and you make up your mind, bump it, I'm just gonna do everybody dirty because I've been done dirty. Then you, when do you get to the light? You know, when do you get to the joy? When do you get to the love? So, you know, I'm just trying, I was just trying to help people out. You know, you can't be sleeping with everybody, man, and then you mad with somebody sleep with yours. That's what you've been doing. She was zesty exactly. on that part. Yeah, she was zesty on that part, right? Very zesty. Yeah, because uh, is, is that a shot at uh, Alicia Keys? Some people were saying that. Possibly. Um, was she with Swiss before Alicia? Um, no. Um, Swiss Beats was with uh, Rashonda. Okay. Or I think it was Mashonda who did the joint with Cassidy. Um, how you doing, my this just oh yeah, back in the day. And you know, the story goes, because I feel like we talked about this a while back, a while back. Swiss Beats was making music with Alicia Keys in the studios on some late nights, and then the studio sessions turned into some real hot and heavy sessions. And Swiss Beats claims during that time he was already losing interest and feeling like his relationship was on the decline mm-hmm. with him and Mashonda, and he started to feel that it was best that they take some time apart at this moment in time. So I think they also had a child, and Mashonda really, really was still in love with Swiss, trying you know, to fight for her man, and that nigga wasn't with it. He was trying to fight on some keys, and the yeah. name is Alicia. He was trying to fight. He was trying to fight a different battle. Yeah, he was trying to fight a different, um, yeah, different song. Well, uh, I if if that's what she means by whole seeds, then I agree with her. If if whole seeds are if you're doing negative things, and I always say that I always say in me in my version of what the, or interpretation of the word hoe, it has to do with doing things that have like negative aspects added. It's not just a sexual component. If you out there just fucking, then you're not a hoe to me. I thought but I thought hoe was happiness over everything. It is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah absolutely. Right. Um. Thank you, Janae. Are you drunk? Absolutely. But uh, if, if that's what she means by whole seeds, then I'm on board. I'm on board with her. Um, I think we could jump into politics. There's actually some interesting shit going on in the world right now. Yeah, as um, always. Let's uh let's get that drop ready. Yeah. You know what I mean? And My goodness. Let's get into that land. Yeah. Well, I've got some red meat for you. We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. So we might as well start with Joe Biden. Uh, let's pull this shit up. Oh, man. Nation rate. I mean, so there's a, the idea is that, uh, look, the two things that concern me, one are those who just try to make this a political issue, freedom. I have the freedom to kill you with my COVID. No, I mean, come on, freedom. Number one. Number two, have to be a the second one is that, uh, you know, the, the gross misinformation. It's at least some percent vaccine. 
So you had sent this over, bro. Yeah. Um, this was in regards to the first responders should be yeah fired if they don't receive the the vaccine. Right. Yeah. As per Anderson Cooper's question. Yeah. Um, you know I'm all fucking vaccined out, but uh, is there anything you want to add to that? I don't know, man. I, I I'm 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 starting to feel like the way that it's being portrayed said is this this shit is bigger than the vaccine. It's you either get on board with what the fuck it, the shit could have been called some other shit. You either get on board or you're off the board. You want to play chess? We're gonna make you back onto a pawn. You can't you can't get back to the other side now. You don't have a chance of becoming a knight or a rook or a bishop. Or a queen. Yeah, I mean, some of these policies are definitely kind of leaning that way. Some of these cities, the way they're dealing with it, are very aggressive. Um, and that part, we've al- we've already discussed on multiple occasions. I don't necessarily agree with. I know you don't agree with. Flo doesn't agree with. But um, I do feel like there's a, a medium coming. I do feel like... Oh, yeah, it's coming. Some of the misinformation is starting to die down. Some of the information is starting to get more transparent. Some of the, you know, back and forth about X, Y, and Z. Starting to die down just a little bit. I mean, we still got the Kyrie Irving situation going Which about. Which is crazy. Yeah, he's not playing because he refuses to get vaccinated. You saw that video at the Barclay Center today? Yeah, we had a lot of uh, uh protesters. Yeah, insane, bro. I thought they were about to fuck shit up. So, I mean... Conversation is still ongoing. I do think it's starting to become a little bit more civil again, which I'm more for. Um, what I also am for is a record number of black women are expected to run in 2020 elections, though. Yeah, 2022. Yeah, I definitely saw that. I was like, oh, we about to see a brand new America in a few fucking uh, a few weeks. Get ready, nigga. January around the corner. If these black women win. Oh, no, no, no. It's stupid out here. It's going to get It's stupid. retarded. So we rooting Policies for y'all. Policies is about to be changed like nobody's business. Yeah, we rooting for y'all. Now, I'm rooting for every black woman. Everybody black. That's it. That's it. Right, there's no more to add to that. No. Rikers Island. You seen them fucking photos of these niggas stacked like dominoes? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say where I get my sources from, but I knew about a lot about this. As you guys know, I also have, you know, uh, ties in, you know, law enforcement. Um, and, yeah, I speak to a lot of retired cops about a lot of stuff. A lot of COs. I mean, I got a lot of people that's still inside, you know, at Rikers Island. Not just a cop, but, you know, doing, you know, therapy and, you know, psychologists. Yes, sir. Yeah, I just had a, you know, a, a, a lot of different people give me information about what's been happening on the inside. And, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty, uh, it's not, um, it's not um, alarming to me because, I've definitely been I've been to Rikers Island like three times to do community work and mm-hmm. you know speak to the young people doing poetry and stuff like that. So I know how chaotic and hectic it can get in there. So to see that, I'm not surprised. Uh, honestly speaking, I mean, they the people that are running the they just don't give a fuck. I mean, let's just call it they really we really don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm not surprised at it at all. Rikers was supposed to be closed like what five, five years, years ago? ago. Like <laughs> dead ass, bro. So I'm just concerned. They, they were going to condense it or some shit. Like, I don't yeah, know. they were supposedly closing Rikers and getting it off the, I don't know. Maybe Bill de Blasio. I don't know. You might be lying. But you might have lied. With COVID going around. That's true, too. Y'all got niggas just, just breathing on each other. Right. Um, I don't know, man. 
Like, how those niggas sucking dick in there? I don't know, man. It's crazy. They're easily. The way they just on top of each other. They're easily sucking dick. Oh, <laughs> <No>! easily. <laughs> oh um, God. So, Anna Montana and Lamelo Ball. I know this isn't politics related, but right, they have like made it official. Lamelo is twenty. Um, Anna is thirty-one or something like that. Right. Yeah, thirty-one years old. Yeah. And people have a problem with this. How do you How do you feel about it? I mean, I can't be a hypocrite. I've, I've definitely dated and date, you know, you know, as of recent, people that are like 10 years younger than me, mm-hmm. 11 years younger than me. Um, we, You know, me and you have had these conversations about certain stuff. Um, I don't know. I, I, um, I think LaMelo Ball is at an age now where, because I feel like a few years ago people were, you know, and I feel like this is not like the first older woman that he's been in, you know, situations around. I feel like we've definitely spoken about it once or twice before. But listen, um, he is his own man now. He's of age. Um, he can make his own decisions, although they might not be the wisest in our eyes. We don't know. We don't know what's in that man's heart. He probably really feels a certain way about this young lady that he's dating. And we don't know what's in her heart. Maybe she really feels a certain way about this young man that she's dating. Do I think she's clout chasing a little bit? Maybe. Um, do I feel like he is probably more infatuated with her at this point? Maybe. But who knows? Only time will tell. I think um, the moral of the story is we need to stop putting such a high emphasis on, quote, unquote, the people that we think should not be dating people based on their age. And we should just be happy that this man is happy. We should just be fucking happy that this man has found somebody that he's connected with in such a way that, he actually wants to finally display it. There's so much fucking people that's been dating people for years that we know of personally, you know, not speaking on the podcast, but personally, like generally speaking, people who just know people that date people and you never fucking hear a peep about these people until they fucking break up. That's when you fucking want to post now. That's when you want to talk shit about them. Oh, what about the times that you had that were good? So we always be focusing on so much on the fucking negative and it's important that we highlight and acknowledge the positive. So if this is the most positive news that we're going to talk about, this probably might be the last time we talk about LaMelo Ball, then fuck it. Young man, be happy. And if this is who your person is, then this is who your person is. And if not, then okay. At least you try. Yeah, my biggest thing is, you know, I do think that there are differences when it comes to age gaps. And sometimes, and the majority of times that can lead or leave a older person to potentially have more of a quote-unquote power dynamic in said situation. However, I also think that, like you said, D, we have to stop making the conversations and, and always attempting to make it seem like because someone younger makes the decision to date someone older that some predatory shit is going on. Yeah. And, and calling people pedophiles. Yeah. These niggas is grown adults. Like, y'all got to chill out with some of these words. Like, y- the the age gap, I do think, again, there's life experience there that, that will separate two people. The and nigga some- that's a pedophile is a nigga that is 61 and he just married his goddaughter. Yeah. Now, that nigga's a pedophile. And, that, and he's a pedophile because he obviously was dating her when she was 16. Come on now. Tell the truth. Not when she was a minor still. I might tell the truth. So, like, the 65-year-old nigga who your that was your goddaughter. 
So you might have had to watch her at some mm-hmm. point. You might have had Dress to her. bathe her. Yeah, just to think about it's it. It's just that shit is weird. But a twenty year old who finds it, who's a dude who finds himself attracted to this thirty one year old, um, and he has a good support system behind him. He, he has brothers. Does. He has a father that's going hard on his for ass. Them kids. Oh my god! Like I get it, you know. People kind of get cautious, and I think it's fine to be cautious when a younger person meets an older person until you find out what that older person's motives are. That's a fact, and it doesn't matter on what side of the the, the gender, gender scale. scale because an older person is an older person, which means right. they not have only been here long. And the chances are, I mean, you know, people's you know, circumstances are different because twenty year olds could go through mad shit that people probably in their fifties never gone through, but. You know, generally speaking, people that are older, it's, you know, uh, to be thought of as this person in a lot of ways is much more wiser. This person is a bit more sophisticated in how they're going to handle certain situations. That stable. You are stable. And on top of that, they actually know at certain at a certain point in their life what it is that they want and or what they're doing. You, you're still coming into this shit. You're still feeling yourself growing, learning, learning. You know what I mean? Having fun. Shit. You don't know what's cooking. You really don't know what's in the pot, nigga. Shit. You don't know who fucking got the ingredients to make whatever's in there. What the fuck said, is in the gumbo? Yeah, oh, it smells good, nigga. That's actually not good. But you go eat it anyway because you don't know. But like you said, I think a lot of times the dynamic is not that these just because you're fresh and young in spring doesn't mean that you're an idiot and this other yeah. person is a, a mastermind yeah. and they're just manipulating you into doing X, Y, and Z and getting what they want out the situation and you just been preyed on. Like they I just, don't they sometimes just as dumb as you. Now <laughs> that's a fact. Now I do think that when niggas in their thirties date niggas in that uh date people out of teens, like eighteen, nineteen, yeah. that Start to question things. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm not. You know, the the teen area is still off limits for me. All right, you start uh, sounding like this nigga Robert. Ke- uh, how young we talking about? Here? <laughs> <laughs> that sounded too real. I'm, s- I'm sorry. <laughs> you might have to edit that out just to protect the integrity of the show. <laughs> no minors were involved in any human trafficking on this episode. <laughs> I promise you that. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I think I think that there's I understand the concerns, um, but I just think the extreme wording gotta Yeah. You gotta chill. Yeah. Right. With the extreme wording. Yeah. If you don't agree with it, I understand. Uh, trust me, I understand. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? There could be scenarios where again, we spoke about that already. But um yeah, bro, I think we could get out of here. First episode back fucking in the amazing. office. Amazing. Nah, this was an impeccable Off-scripted episode. scripted is... Yeah. I've been telling need to, you that. So I need to, like, every I mean, once in a while, jump in the deep end and just... If we sink, we sink, nigga. But if we swim, nigga, we swim I in. be telling you, when niggas do the unscripted, it be kind of high, son. Kinda, yeah, it's kind of that, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know what I mean? Tough knot? Tough knot. Uh, man, there is a lot of... Um, interesting things happening, a lot of great things happening in the world, and I hope everybody continues to uh, tap into those things that make them happy. And uh, yeah, never give up on your dreams. I know it sounds cliche. We probably said a million different catchphrases on this show that uh, elude and sound like that, but not nah, really and truly. Like, never, never, never give up on your dreams. Prime example, my friend Tamike Lee um, Agua. 
Um, he is a thespian, and he also was featured in Power in a few seasons past. And he reposted a photo of him and the young Issa Rae 10 years ago before she actually got her big break and wow. they were all together. And he literally was, Issa was in the middle because I think she was the only woman. And then it was all just, you know, black men just hugging her and just showing her love. And it, it looked like a photo where they may have come from a, an event or a play. But his caption, and I quote was, look at Issa Rae. Never give up on your dreams. So I'm just here to reiterate what he said. Never give up on your dreams because you never know. In the words of Jay-Z, it could happen to you. Mm. That's powerful, and, and I think it holds even more true because I just feel like, I don't know, I feel I feel like maybe it's the setup, maybe it's the camera looking at the camera, you know what I mean? This but is it. He's saying this is it. I feel like some things is going to be happening real soon. But um, what would Dad say? Dad would say that, Life gives you the experience that adds to the maturity to make you the person that you are today. And you have to you have to soak all of that in. Like and you have to at at some points in time things may be annoying, things may seem hurtful, things may seem like you'll never be able to recover from them. But in really soaking in whatever the lesson, whatever the experience is, you tend to come out a better person. So let those experiences lead to the maturity that are going to lead you to be the individual that you are today. Don't let those things form anchors and or shackles on you that stop you from what Distinguished said, being the best version of you and continuing forward. Like everything is not always going to go our way, but let those things be lessons and experience that bring you to the destination that when you look at it 10 years later down the road, you say, damn, all those things that I went through, all those things that I learned along the way, they were for this moment right here. And that's another episode of Dad Had Some Bowties. We out. Thank you so much.